Welcome to the All or Something Living Podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Kepler, and this podcast is all about ditching black and white thinking and exploring the gray areas of health, happiness, and everything in between. If you're ready to feel empowered and inspired, then let's get to it. Hello, and welcome to episode 63 of the All or Something Living Podcast. This week, we're talking about something you probably need to hear about, and this topic is that it's not your job to be everything to everyone, and as an empath, maybe you can relate, maybe you can't. Um, I think we can all relate to this on some level, but like when you're an empath, you can relate to this really deeply. So this topic, because I'm an empath, has really struck a chord with me for a really long time. It's been a really important component of my lifestyle and especially as I have learned to grow and change. So not only for a lot of my life have I wanted to be everything to everyone, but I've also always wanted to be able to fix everyone's problems. And then the other thing is that I never wanted someone to misunderstand me or to think that I had bad intentions. So basically, I spent a lot of my life molding who molding myself to become who I thought that I should be versus like who I actually was for a really long, long time. I didn't know myself confidently enough to be able to set boundaries and to know what felt comfortable to me and what didn't. So let's talk a little bit more about how this impacts you and how it impacted me. So This is what happens when you start to take responsibility for how other people react to you or when it's something that you learned growing up. So it's not something you've even started doing. It's just the only thing that you know. Maybe in this, I think this was a case for me. I saw my mother and my mother is such an amazing woman. She's such a nurturer. She, she takes care of everybody, but that's also the problem is she spent her whole life taking care of everybody. And she never wanted to make waves. She wanted to make sure that she was um, just really being there for everybody. So she would spend her money on everybody else except for herself. She would spend her time on everyone but herself. Um, And so I, I grew up just watching her. Oh, and she hates conflict. So she would always be the one like trying to solve conflict between the family members. So, so yes, I can see where I got a lot of these traits. Um, And it wasn't until I was an adult and until I learned, until I gained more of my own autonomy and became my own person. And I guess really when I got into feminism, when I became more of a feminist, I realized that these things, like I didn't have to live this lifestyle. I didn't have to be that kind of really, take on that really feminine housewife role where again, you're responsible for everything and everyone. So back to what happens when you are taking so much responsibility for how how other people react to you, how other people feel about you, or when you're taking responsibility for other people's feelings. So what's going to happen likely is that you're going to censor yourself and you're not going to know who you are. So like I said, um, I spent a lot of time walking on eggshells, afraid to hurt people's feelings. I still feel that way sometimes. Um, 
And then I would censor myself so I wouldn't really say what my opinion was. And then even worse, I would take on the opinions of those around me without ever actually exploring or thinking about like, what is it that I think? What do I believe here? What do I want here? The other thing is, I mean, this kind of goes hand in hand with censoring. You're just walking on eggshells all the time because, um, because you don't want to say the wrong thing. And you know what? People can really sense this. And I think, um, I've had people say that I'm fake sometimes or that I appear to be fake sometimes. And I think that's what it might stem from is just me being really like being afraid to say the wrong thing. So just always trying to say the right thing. And so you can be perceived as being fake without actually having the intention, like feel it like you can be a really genuine person, but people are going to pick up on the fact that you're not being real with them. And that's another thing that I struggle with, with my stepson, um, trying to get him to open up and tell me how he really feels. And sometimes I even tell him I'm frustrated with you because I know you're not being real with me and I can't know you. Like I, how can I get to know you when you're not showing me your real self? And so I always try to encourage him to have his own thoughts and opinions and state them whether or not they're, whether or not I agree, I don't have to agree. And not everybody has to agree with you. Um, and you don't have to agree with everybody else. And the other thing that happens here is that you train people to believe that they can manipulate your actions through their feelings. So they start to notice this pattern of like, okay, if I act this way, she's going to do this for me. Or um, if I just like tell her, I don't know. I mean, I literally what I just said, if I act a certain way, then I'm going to get this specific reaction out of her. And so they know exactly how to get, how to manipulate you into getting what they want versus maybe finding a mutually agreeable solution, or even sometimes thinking about what it is that you want. And then here's what happens when you think that it's your job to be everything to everyone. What happens is that you teach others to be dependent on you. And that can get really draining because you're only one person. And if you have all these people that are dependent on you, that can be really draining. And maybe it causes you to put off your dreams or your ambitions or even your happiness for other people. Another thing is that you don't have boundaries. And again, a lack of boundaries can really impact your joy, your well-being, even if you're stressed all the time because you have no boundaries and everyone's pushing like pushing you, then that can really have a negative impact on your overall health. Um, I already said that that you become you become drained because again, there's only one of you to go around. There's not a bunch of you. And then and then there's so many like we're already so inundated with things to do and we're already so busy. And then to add to that, having responsibility for so many people, um, even if it's just a few, like even if you teach your children to be dependent on you, I only have one kid and I already feel like I've had to teach him to be independent because, um, they will literally just call on you for everything. And imagine having more than that. If you do, I can't even imagine what that's like to, I don't know, just, and I've seen that in a lot of women and I think that they do it sometimes because they feel obligated to, that it's just the role of a mother. Um, and I think that's why it was so important that I taught Jalen to, to have boundaries. I, I show, I showed him my boundaries and I also taught him to be independent and think independently for himself. 
um, so that he can make decisions without me always having to be there holding his hand through it. And that's really good too, as they develop into adults. And then the other thing is that you can, you might be brought down by people who will take advantage of your big heart. And that's a really sad thing. And I've seen that happen to a lot of people that I love, just others, just knowing basically that they can walk all over you and, and here you are with this, this beautiful soul and all these good intentions and somebody will just literally step all over you. So we don't want that, do we? So let's talk about how you can start creating boundaries and allowing people to take responsibility for themselves and their own feelings. So really what it is when we are, we're changing the way that we are showing up for others. And when we are setting boundaries, a lot of it is just a huge giant set of mindset shifts because a lot of it comes from stems from that first, like I said, that belief that as a woman, this is how I'm supposed to be. And then taking on that feminist perspective of I can be a woman and take on multiple roles. Like I can be whoever I want to be as a woman. I don't have to be boxed into this one category. So First of all, what you need to understand is that you are a separate human being than the other human beings that surround you. You are your own entity. You are your own individual person, which means you're going to have different feelings, beliefs, moods, values, etc. than other people. This means that inevitably, because this is just the, the way it works, you're going to clash sometimes with people. You're going to make waves. You're going to upset people, whether you mean to or not. And you're going to upset the hardest part, the saddest part. You're going to upset the people that you love. And it's not always going to be, again, well, it's probably not never going to be your intention, but it's going to happen. Something else that you need to understand is that you have your own life. You have your own set of responsibilities, you have your own dreams and ambitions. And if you put yourself on hold for others, how are you going to feel when your time is up on this earth? Like you get older and you have, or you're on your deathbed or something, and you have all these regrets because you lived life for other people. And I think it's beautiful. And this is obviously something that's really important to me is living life in service to others, But in order to truly be of service and to truly have that expansion, you need to first be of service to yourself because you can't really truly fully show up for others and be fulfilled if you're not being there for yourself. And then you also need to believe that not being there for everyone doesn't mean that their world's going to fall apart. You're not going to ruin somebody's life if you tell them no. So you can continue to selectively be supportive. So depending on how much you have in your own life and how much time and energy that you have available to give in each moment, start to get good at recognizing that, at being able to look at how you're feeling and juggling your responsibilities and being able to say when somebody asks you for something, yes or no, being able to prioritize those things that they ask you for. Sometimes it's going to be a yes, especially for me when my friends and family really need something, that's when I will definitely be there for them. But if it's 
constant and it starts to become draining, then that's when I start to say no more often and set those boundaries. And being there, so being there, if you're wondering what it looks like, if you are really busy and you have a lot going on, but you still want to be there for your friends or the people that you love here, because you, we're always all going to need, we're, we're all going to need support at some point. And what's so important is that you're having this back and forth relationship with the people in your life so that you're not just so that they're not just asking for things and you're not just asking for things. So it really helps out when you're there, when they need you, just in case you're going to need them. Like it needs to be a two way street. So how can you do this? If you have a lot going on in your life, but you recognize that they still will need your support sometimes. So when this happens for me, uh, I make them a priority in my schedule for that week. So I'll add them into my schedule. You can take them out for coffee or meet them for wine or whatever you want to do. And then just let them know ahead of time that you only have an hour to dedicate at this time, that you just have a lot going on and you really want to be there for them. And so you show up for that hour, you're completely present, you just listen, you let them unload or say what they need to say and maybe offer advice if they ask for it. Um, or you can ask them, do you want me to just listen or do you want some advice here? But always make sure that you clarify that. And then when you leave that interaction and even during, don't take on their problem as your own. Don't take their problem home with you. That is not the point of you meeting up with them. They can handle their own shit. Let them unload it and let them go home and process and sort out what they've just said. And then you can just move on with your day or your night knowing that you were there for somebody who needed it and that was your role. That was all you needed to do. So sometimes it helps me to create an invisible energy barrier between me and and the other person. So I just imagine that there is literally like a, a barrier between us and What I like to do is just imagine that only positivity can come in and then negativity is repelled off of it or positive feelings can radiate out to them and then their whatever it is that they're going through kind of bounces off and then goes out into the environment or whatever. And that even helps them because it still has somewhere to go. That energy does, but it doesn't go to you. You don't have to take on their problems as your own. So be there for them have empathy, but then at the end of it all, release any emotional binds that you have. So committing to this energetic separation between you and others is going to allow you to allow you to have space to not only have your own goals and ambitions, but also to have more energy and vitality so that you can show up in your life as the most charged, vibrant version of yourself as often as possible. And that is such a gift to others, truly, more than anything. And it's so funny how understated these things are. Your presence has a powerful impact. And then the way that you acknowledge others, people usually just want someone to be there for them and they want validation. And we always think that we need to do so much more than that when it, when it's really just such a simple solution. So this energetic separation also takes a huge weight off your shoulders and it gives you room to breathe because what a relief to know that you don't have to fulfill everyone's needs. So that is it for this 
podcast, this episode. And if you found this episode helpful, please just take a moment right now and send it to a friend who you think might benefit. Maybe somebody that struggles with setting boundaries or feeling like they have to be everywhere and everything to everyone. So doing so, sharing these episodes or leaving reviews or being a part of the community, the all or something community is how we can create a ripple effect of leveling up and becoming the best version of ourselves individually and collectively. So I just want you to know that I've so enjoyed this conversation with you and I cannot wait to talk to you again next week. But until then, remember that you are enough and you are doing enough.